1: this episode of the instance is brought to you by support from you for our new instance loot stash to get details and sign up today look for instance loot stash on the instance.net that's our website the instance.net and by doghouse systems at doghousesystems.com where you can get a free 255 gigabyte ssd drive with any system purchase by using the code wow at checkout at doghousesystems.com <laughs> the world of warcraft podcast so you don't have to this is the instance hello one and all and welcome back to the instance this is the world of warcraft podcast that we're here to give you my name is scott johnson joined as always by garrett weinzerpel hello it feels good to hear, as
0: always, and then my name in reference to the instance.
1: <laughs> well, lately, you're yeah. always here, so I think it's official. Uh, you're always here. That's the that's the thing now.
0: <laughs> yes. Instead of uh,
1: Wineserple, I'll, I'll change my name to Garrett, always here. Perfect. Uh, the yeah. Europeans are asleep because we're recording this at a weird time of the week. Otherwise, we might have seen Patrick. Uh, you say even. weird
0: time. I say uh, sane time for those of us <laughs> living in the States to have our wits about us to talk about World of Warcraft. <laughs>
1: exactly uh i was talking to terpster earlier way early this morning which is evening for him on text and he says oh you guys are are you gonna move to a weekday permanently because that would work better for me and i said oh well now that i know that i don't know maybe but we could figure something out i don't know when wednesdays are wednesdays are pretty good for me scott if we want to sit here and actually uh
0: have a, a meeting that everyone listens to we yeah can talk about scheduling
1: our meeting yeah we'll figure it out i don't know but yeah, he wants, he, he, his words to me were, I miss talking to you. So for, take that for what it's worth. He was naked when he said it. So I wouldn't hold too much, uh, too much <laughs> credibility there. I, I, uh, I would
0: argue that, uh, the, the, him being nude actually adds a lot of credibility.
1: I agree. Yeah. He's the, it's the, it's the kind of nude I can get behind. <laughs> Wait a minute. What? All right. We're not, we're not going there. Hey, get guess th- get this, everybody. We're here on a Wednesday, and we're doing it because I have to leave to go to Las Vegas tomorrow for a, a big um, uh, frog pants style meetup for the TMS crowd, and it's gonna be great. We got concerts and hanging out and food, and and for those who drink, lots of that, and and uh, we're doing an Overpants Overwatch tournament tomorrow night. So I want to let the instance crowd know if you're if you like your Overwatch at all tomorrow night, six thirty p.m. Mountain time. So I guess that'll be oh no, I'm sorry, that's six thirty Pacific, so it'll be seven thirty Mountain. Uh, This channel will go live at frogpants.tv, it's our Twitch channel, with this little overpants thing we're calling it, uh, the Overpants Tournament. Just a nice friendly thing, but we're doing it from the HyperX Esports uh, Arena in the Luxor, which is like a big professional arena they use for like Dota playoffs and freaking Overwatch games and all that kind of thing. So that's what we're doing, it's going to be great, and you're going to want to check that out. The rest of the event is not really being streamed, Uh, but that's why we're here today. So thanks everybody for coming early. I think it's great to see you all. Let's get right to it, BlizzCon. You've heard of it, right?
0: Uh, uh, yeah, that's that thing that they used to sometimes do, but now they always do. But now we're significantly past the date at which they usually <laughs> announce it, so people are starting to think that maybe they're not doing it this year. But then there was leaks.
1: There were leaks this morning. You're right. Uh, today there was a leak, but the leak is is a screenshot from reddit with no attribution and it looks kind of like a fake screenshot to some people uh of a landing page and i don't know what to take i don't know what to think of it because as of yesterday i was really starting to lean into the idea that if you're end of april cooking in on may here and you still have not announced blizzcon which normally march is when we hear about it um that maybe they're not gonna do it um I was I was trying to remember in 2012 and I was trying to track down old posts and stuff from then to see when they let people know that 2012 wasn't happening and it may have been later in the uh, spring as well I don't know I just I couldn't find anything. However, um I mean pure speculation at this point, but I would be curious about your take on this. My my current stance is I was sure it didn't matter and we were getting one no matter what. As time has gone on, and as as we've gotten closer or further away, I guess, from their normal announcement, I am now starting to be, I'm, I'm starting to think that maybe this would be a year they would skip, and for many, many, many reasons, um, I've laid them out before. I'll quickly do it again. But esports is no longer an issue because all the esports stuff happens before it happens and finishes before BlizzCon now, for the most part, and the stuff they do at BlizzCon. Is mostly like Pro Bowl kind of, you know, games. It's not the finals anymore. h c c is gone. Car- so that's Alan Car- I bad. talked about that a little bit this week on Into the
0: Nexus. Right. And uh that's kind of what we got to as well is that with with heroes gone, that means that the only like legitimate finals that are happening like of the major blizzard uh tours are Starcraft and World of Warcraft. Yeah. Uh, Overwatch is uh, their international tournament, which is different from Overwatch League. Uh, Hearthstone has been doing the same thing with like a uh, like a team based international tournament, not HCT. HCT is also ending uh, as of tomorrow. Tomorrow mm. is the uh, begins the final HCT finals in Hearthstone. Right. And while uh, the new Grand Masters program and all that stuff have been announced, we don't know exactly. Uh, where those finals will be taking place. If maybe it, it does sound like they'll be going back to BlizzCon, but that hasn't confirmed a 2019
1: BlizzCon. Right. So in theory, though, everything you just mentioned could find another place. Like, it's not like... Uh, they yeah, could, uh...
0: it... it Like, I mean, that's esports, right? Like, so many... Every other esport that's not like a Blizzard property and multiple Blizzard esports uh, do their own thing and their own locations at their own venues and, and a lot of times uh, jump around. I mean, right. that's certainly was the case for hearthstone for the last year yeah. um so yeah I, I wouldn't look at the esports as a reason where a blizzcon has to happen i would look at the fact that blizzcon just makes the money yeah. and is fun and is all around uh, just a successful event as a reason why it has to happen every year at this point there's right. no reason
1: not to have one right i completely agree that 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 that's enough reason to have a blizzcon but right i'm just thinking the cloud of all these changes new management layoffs misery under the clouds everybody worried about whatever no new announcements or new games being released in this year uh you know in theory sure you could hit the stage and go and finally diablo 4 for real but i don't think they're that far enough along with that they've scrapped it twice i don't think we're far enough along that would need to be a playable thing at this at this event to not be uh lambasted and i also think even just a new world of warcraft expansion doesn't even need blizzcon to be announced they've done it at gamescom before like i'm just saying if you're gonna take a year off because things are weird and you want to have a rebuild this would be your year i don't want them to but this would be the year right yeah uh, totally
0: i'm with you um but also like can't be worse than last year right (laughs) as far as quality of the blizzcon um I mean, that's a fair point. Like, I mean, uh, you, you, what you bring up is, uh, I mean, if we're going to sit here and like armchair, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Armchair um, quarterback. Not an armchair quarterback, but like armchair uh, publicity <laughs> for Blizzard. Yeah. Um, It it would be hard for them to do a BlizzCon this year and not have a Diablo 4 announcement. Oh, right. Yeah, I know. Because World of Warcraft is a given. Like, mm-hmm. it's not that I'm not stoked as all can be for whatever the future of World of Warcraft holds. Uh, for me, there is there ain't no BlizzCon like a WoW expansion announcement BlizzCon because a WoW expansion BlizzCon don't know when to stop. Yeah. Uh, there's something funny there, and I failed. Right. But I appreciate the effort. I appreciate the effort for the larger populace for yeah. folks that aren't on the World of Warcraft podcast. So you don't have to. Uh, WoW expansion doesn't is it enough for a for to to make a, a I think a landmark BlizzCon for the larger gamer nation out there right uh, i think after last year diablo 4 is almost required to kind of course correct and uh especially like last year we left blizzcon thinking oh diablo immortal and the pushback this is the lowest point for blizzard and then we're like nope wait never mind people's lives are being affected hundreds of people's lives are being affected here at the beginning of 2019 yeah so it's been rough for blizzard and i uh, so yeah, I'm with you. I could go back, or, back and forth, but I think at the end of the day, a BlizzCon would still sell out. It would still be a lot of fun for those attending, yep. and it would be very weird for them not to do one. So I don't know whether or not this leak is legit. Right. Um, leaks, tend, I, I tend to always err on it's probably legit, because it's been a while since we've seen a Blizzard leak that didn't end up being real.
1: Yeah. I'm just um, surprised it was a screen grab, because I was. I'm, I'm more... When somebody data mines something or they find some code or they find some HTML or they find some other stuff like that, I'm more inclined to buy that when it's just a screen grab of honestly what looks like last year's BlizzCon homepage with a couple of tweaked font dates. I just, I don't know. My my radar went off. I just, I don't know if that's enough for me. So look, if it happens, great. Love me some BlizzCon. Been going since 2011. Never look back. Always great. If not, I understand why this would be a year they'd do it. And
0: my last, uh, my last thought about it is: Do you think uh, they're just shortening the amount of time from when the announcement happens, tickets are sold, and the actual convention takes place, mm. or do you think there's any chance that BlizzCon gets pushed even later in the year? Which I think would be nightmarish because then we're getting close to Thanksgiving and the holidays, and the airline flight increases or oh, price yeah. increases that come with that
1: yeah I already think that stuff's too close <laughs> so so them to make it to, if they went deeper into November I think that's it that would be a huge mistake all I can think of is that their options are on the table and they haven't pulled the trigger or if they have there's some reason why they haven't told us but also there's a reason you tell them in March it's a major event not only for them but for us to plan for and get there and all the fans to make sure they can do it and you would normally start selling tickets like now, and that that leak indicated May fifth or something. But again, I don't, I just don't know about that thing. So it's entirely possible that this this last minute they're going to come out and go, "Hey, it's happening." But I am, like you said, I'm kind of just I'm on this fence, and not because I want to be, but I just feel like my crotch is right in the middle, and I really don't know which way it's going to go. I really, at this point, I I thought I knew before it was definitely going to happen. Let's put it this way, back in the fall and early part of the year, I thought for sure it wouldn't happen. Then I started to go, well, now wait a minute, that doesn't, you know, maybe, maybe it will happen. And then I got way into the camp of, well, this is totally going to happen. But now that we're end of April, I don't know anymore, man. Just don't freaking know.
0: Yeah, I feel like they could still do a May announcement and a late May ticket sale or whatever, and it would be totally fine. That's plenty of time to still
1: book your hotel, get
0: your flights. I wonder so if that so uh,
1: Galaxy's Edge stuff at Disneyland is going to affect hotel stuff. Someone in the chat, uh Kurt brought it up in the chat room. Um, Well, it, it's.
0: When is it open in, in on the West Coast? I think it'll already have been open for a decent amount of time, right?
1: Yeah, I think so. And it'll. Yeah, by the time. If we do this November 4th weekend or whenever they usually do it, it would be well open. The question is whether that would have any effect on, like, you know, would the, would the Hilton be half Disney goers and suddenly there's no rooms yeah i don't know i mean the hell's not the only uh, hotel obviously but possibly
0: okay so may 31st is when it opens on the west coast damn you west coasters even yeah. though i'm gonna probably just like wait as long as i can possibly stand yeah. to wait to go because i don't want to just be asses to elbows <laughs> in that place <laughs> yeah but um yeah i mean it's certainly something to keep in mind i mean hotels are hell on earth when yeah. blizzcon comes through town anyway so i'm not really sure you're going to notice a huge difference
1: yeah I have a feeling that is correct. It's already bad. It's bad now without any Star Wars. So I don't know. I I, I doubt that'll have a huge effect. But anyway, we'll see if we're going to hear. I'll bet if okay, if we hear one way or the other, I bet we hear before the middle of May that we are or we're not. That's my that's my current prediction that I'll stick to that we're going to find out within the next 15 to 20 days whether this is a thing or not. Um, uh,
0: it's probably not this simple because there's so many moving parts to god, but wouldn't it be kind of hilarious and also you would feel really bad for the team if it just came down to Diablo 4? If they're <laughs> just looking, I'm like, hey guys, how's that demo coming? You think it's going to be ready by November? Huh?
1: Do you? Don't want to pressure you. Well, because it would have to be playable. I said it before. I, th- I really believe this. It would have to be a thing where they can do something in the game on the floor. It can't just be a big fiery four on a screen it's not that was last year that was your chance this year you don't get to do you can't like it'll just i, be, I would
0: i would have fought you on this had overwatch not had demos the the year they announced it like because before then the old the blizzard of old they would announce we'd get a cinematic and we'd wait five years before anything came about uh, as far as gameplay that's true and that's thinking true. about things like starcraft 2 but that's not what they did with Overwatch. Overwatch, we got the cinematic, and then they are like, by the way, and they dropped the tents on the play
1: pit. Go play it. Go play Enjoy. it. And then you can. And they did that with uh, uh, the PAX Hearthstone. You could play it there, I think. Couldn't you? Yep. Yeah. Yes. All right. So, yeah, so I think that's the way Blizzard does things now, unless they want to change it back and not do that. But that seems like the genie's out of the bottle. Anyway, we'll see what's going on there. I have a quick note I wanted to make before we get to all the World of Warcraft stuff today. Uh, there is an Instance Discord now available to you to you and your perusal. I don't know what took me so long to make a dedicated one, but I, I did finally. A whole bunch of you have already joined. Uh, keep it coming and head on over to theinstance.net. You'll find a link to the Discord. Boom, you're in. It's a permanent link. You don't have to do anything special. You don't have to try out. Just don't be a dick and you won't get banned. That's pretty much the only <laughs> rule I have. Don't be a dick. Uh, oh, that's why I got banned. <laughs> But it's a great place to talk about WoW, about the game, about the show. If you guys have questions for us, you find articles you think are interesting, we should talk about on the show. Sometimes questions you leave there may ask here on the air. So uh, go check it out. It's available now over at theinstance.net. Okay, Crucible of Storms is out. Have you gone anywhere near it? Uh, No,
0: because I decided now when there's new raid content was the best time to finish leveling my (laughs) Alliance alt. (laughs)
1: You did it though. You got there, right? I
0: did. Yeah. I did. Yeah. Yeah man, I uh uh I hit 120 over the weekend and uh, the world cowered in fear of my uh 267 item levels.
1: Wow. What's uh I forget the character. Is this your druid? What is this?
0: Uh it's a human warlock named Carrick uh and just uh just as of this morning, I hit item level 330. Um, nice I work. went like straight from like three fifteen to like three thirty just cause of like a, I finally got a weapon. So I'm about to start LFR on them.
1: Nice. And have a good time. Nice. No, that's awesome. I'm, this happens to me too. When big things happen in the game, I find myself choosing a horrible, like those as horrible times to go do something that's totally unrelated to it or something I could have been I, doing. I, I months do ago. that
0: when I don't have a raid team and right, right now I don't have a raid team. Nope. Um, yeah. so it's, it's LFR, nothing for me. Right. So, and, uh, yeah, so I, I just was like, man, I want to play with my alliance buddies because I I've been you know I like uh, I like hanging out with uh, Jason from the the Starting Zone podcast. He's mm. he's a good guy and he's been carrying my butt through Mythic Zeros
1: and I have not been helping. Got an art in an argument this week with a player who, well, so it started because I was speaking at this university class thing about building a career around video games and not in them, and I've done this a couple of times before, but this girl comes up after she had heard the instance before. And she, she pulls her sleeve back and she's got this tattoo and I put it on Twitter. But it's this tattoo of a horde symbol and then embedded in the horde symbol is the lion and basically the alliance symbol, their their logo is embedded inside of the horde symbol. And it was really cool and I asked her why. She says, well, I grew up in a family where a lot all of us were playing WoW and uh, there were some that liked horde some that like alliance. So we were always kind of together. So I thought it'd be fun if my tattoo indicated both because I'm a fan of both. And I thought, oh, that's super cool. So I put that up. I get in this argument with this dude on Twitter. Is like, I'll never understand this. Never. And I said, what don't you understand? I can't understand how you wouldn't pick a side. How can you not pick a side? This is its not how the game's supposed to be played. You're not supposed to like both sides. You're supposed to pick a faction and fight the other one. And I thought, this is why we can't have nice things. (laughs) You should be able to do what the hell you want to do. If you want to go play Alliance for a day or for a week or forever, go for it. If you want Horde only, fine. If you want to mix the two... Great. I that attitude sucks. It's bad. It's a bad attitude.
0: <laughs> now you were you were inflecting for this person. It may have been much more passive in their tone.
1: I'm sure it was. It's, it's Twitter. Been, it may have just been like
0: You know, I've never really understood this. I've always thought that WoW was kind of built around the divide. He may have been very calm and rational about it. You're
1: right. It's very... This tone, (laughs) with this type of inflection, it sounds like you're being a dick. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and he... And I, you know, there's no tone on Twitter, so I have no way to know, but... uh, Yeah, it's dangerous. It annoyed me. It's very dangerous. It annoyed me, but I think it's really Uh, cool you've done that. I've got this druid over there that's just sitting there I need to go do the same thing with. I paid for it. Why am I not doing it? Uh, I don't know. Yeah,
0: I... So, I mean, back to that, though, I would I would say um, to the folks who were like, oh, but you got to pick a side. I'm just like, but the RTS's. I played through all of it and it was all cool. And I liked characters on both sides and got wrapped up in the story for Horde or Alliance, depending on what was going on. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, that's right. Warcraft
1: three was all about, you know, here's everybody. Right. uh,
0: The basically climax of any big bad being defeated from Warcraft 3 onward is about both factions coming together. Yeah. <laughs> for no, you're, the most part. You are like, totally
1: you're totally right. And certainly Wow's yeah. had many many points of its uh story and lifetime where that's happened and yeah, uh, yeah, like I I get it. I mean, I understand there's fun in in picking a side and then fighting in a video game sense. But I don't think you should take that t- stuff too seriously outside your keyboard is all yeah. I'm saying.
0: Yeah, the, the 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 line the line's drawn between factions and and how cool it is, but also how much I would like to just be able to group with my friends across factions is something I always come back to. Yeah, Uh, I just find it to be an interesting topic.
1: Well, when I haven't been editing audio from Chris Metzen interviews, uh, I have been playing the game, but only because I have been working on my main and I have not touched crucible storms either. So I, when I get back from Vegas, I have a very specific goal to, do whatever, whatever LFR I can get into so I can get some of that stuff down and watch it, check out some videos, and then see what I can do. I, I would like to play this content. Um, I'm hearing good things. Seems to be relatively well-received so far by raiders. I mean, you know, nobody's screaming about it's the best thing ever, but, you know, seems like it's okay, and that's good. Yeah, it's a
0: smaller raid. Yeah. Um, I haven't not been impressed with uh, any of the endgame stuff in BFA so far, So I'm, and Crucible of Storms, it looks very much like... The kind of aesthetic I've been looking forward to from this expansion. Yeah,
1: it's fantastic. Um, Some of the best raid content in the history of the game, I think. And again, I'm not even that hardcore of a raider, certainly not. But what I have played has been... I've always played... I've always raided casually with teams. It's never been... you know, We're not trying to be world or even server first or any of that stuff. But I have always enjoyed raiding to varying degrees... For whatever reason, the raid content in this particular expansion has been some of my favorite. I like it more than I would liked raiding in Legion, and I like I raiding in Legion was fine, but there's something about this stuff I like a lot more. So
0: I really liked Nighthold um, and the, the Tomb of Sargeras. Like that whole bit was it was pretty good. awesome, yeah. uh, really good. But Mike, I gotta give it up to Jaina. Jaina's the boss fight for Jaina is one of the coolest boss fights I've done probably in like the last five years of this game.
1: Yeah. Oh, I heard from someone else who's mad that you can't kill Jaina. And I said. But story. But character who really we're just going to kill her in a raid. <laughs> like, it's not going to happen any more than half. You know, there's all, this happens all the time. It's very rare. You get a, a big name in the game who dies in your fight.
0: <laughs> to that person, I would ask, uh, did you play during BC? And how <laughs> disappointed were you that
1: Kill Jaden came back? Oh, well, my guess is they're newer players than that. So they, they don't have the they don't have the context. Which is the problem. Well, even even if you were, I played uh, a lot in BC, and I just wasn't good enough to raid Sunwell. <laughs> right, 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 right. Well, I'm, uh, yeah, I think we're both equally pleased with it. But yeah, I'll get some time with it next week, and we'll see how things go. And by the way, thanks for all the nice comments about the Metson uh, series. It went really well. We did three parts. If you haven't heard it, go back and check it out. Uh, it's very personal stuff for Chris, but there is some really great game-connected stuff in there. Um, that'll just give you insight into where his head was at and what their team was doing, uh, during these points of his, of his life and career. And, uh, we're going to do more stuff in the future, probably a little more focused on, uh, community and, and, you know, how games fit into all that and toxicity and that sort of stuff. So, uh, we'll see how that goes. But if you have not heard them, they're all available now on the podcast feed. Uh, or playable manually on the website. You can get all that detail at theinstance.net. Um, all right, alpha testing for WoW Classic has started internally at Blizzard. This is employees only, uh, but this is happening. Uh, in fact, here's a direct quote from Blizzard. Hey, folks, I've got a small update here to help que- quell some of the rumors and let you know where we are at, uh, for WoW Classic. We recently began a phase of internal employee alpha testing the new build uh, data that many of you have been discussing over the last few days is simply part of this process. Phases like this allow us to test out the game along with our functional- other functionality that we used in the game live, like logging in through the Blizzard BattleNet app. Aside from that, we don't have a lot of announcements to make at this time. I know all of you are very excited about this game, and we thank you for your patience as we continue to develop it. More information will be coming soon. So, Uh, that's a good sign. Uh, If they're playing it internally, I have heard from a few sneaky voices uh, internally that they're totally digging it. For a lot of these people, this is where they got their feet wet with WoW and ended up with jobs there (laughs) eventually because they became fans of the game and then eventually got jobs at Blizzard, so they're super stoked about it. Garrett, I'm still kind of in this mode of I don't know how much I am going to care in the short or long term about Classic, but... Something about hearing about his progress and hearing that they're playtesting internally has me, I don't know, slightly more excited about it. I mean, you, you were already excited, though. I'm talking to the choir yeah, here. I'm, I'm very much on board <laughs> for the idea
0: of Wild Classic. My only concern is that I just don't have the kind of time that I had back in Vanilla and, and BC yeah. uh, to just slam hours into this game every day. Um, but... None of my concerns about Classic are about the quality or uh, uh, thinking that I don't want to play it. I very much do. I just wish I had more time to give to it when it does inevitably come out. And if they're in Alpha internally, boy, this is going to be a real late summer release. Yeah. If they're making Summer, this is going to be like the last possible day of Summer. Is yeah, when classic like be August.
1: Releasing. It'd be like August sometime probably. And by then we should know, well... If they choose to use Gamescom as their announcement platform for the next expansion, by then we'd know that. They may not though, I don't know. Well, it depends on the BlizzCon thing that we talked about earlier, but um yeah, that's late in the summer. That'll be interesting. I here's who I fear for. Um we were I my thinking was anybody who does like hardcore like video content where they commit to like a multi-part series for something like this. You you have to decide ahead of time, sight unseen, that classic is going to be at least somewhat fun for you to, to do your content in. Do you know what I mean? Like if you're if you're committing like a twenty part series on YouTube to tear through classic, you better be excited about classic. And if and if you're unsure, if you're on the you know you're on the the, the fence about this, and that game hits or that you know I guess I keep calling it a game. It feels weird to say that. But I guess it is a game. It's a separate game. Um, When that thing hits, you better be stoked or you're going to grind a lot and maybe not be the happiest camper now that you've committed to make all that content. So I'm I'm just personally slightly hesitant to do too much until we know more. Do you know what I mean? Because I don't want to get in there and go, eh, three polygons, 400 hours to grind a thing but what do you need to know that, that's what it's going to be
0: i mean you've lived through it like what are you waiting to what are you, what are you waiting to know it's going to be vanilla World i
1: don't York know because you know we, we always talk about our nostalgias really, a, for,
0: for me the only true what if is how many of my friends are going to be playing this because that is where this lives or dies for me
1: yeah that's a good point i guess i'm my interest goes way up if if a, a load of friends are all playing together
0: my my biggest concern uh, is that the number one thing I really want to accomplish is raiding original Naxxramas, which is basically like the hardest thing to accomplish in that game.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so getting there is certainly going to be um, hard yeah. for me. Like, I don't think it's something I can accomplish.
1: Yeah. I don't know by- either. I don't even know. I mean, getting to be able to ride your freaking horse for the first time and have enough gold to buy it, uh, training and the horse is all insane to me. It all sounds insane. <laughs> Cause my memory are, is strong for that stuff.
0: Yeah. You are going back in with, though, with a, a lot more knowledge than you had at the time. Like when I played vanilla world of Warcraft, I didn't make it past level 42 before burning crusade came out. Cause I was an idiot. I did, was a hunter. I didn't know I could train my pet. My mm. pet never kept aggro. I was leveling as survival, which was terrible. <laughs> uh, like I couldn't have made the game harder for myself as a hunter. Yeah. Uh, I didn't actually walk through the frickin uh, dark portal until like three months in the Burning Crusade when I finally finished leveling through classic content and got my butt out there. Hmm. Um, I also got distracted by blood elves. Um, But yeah, that's what they do. But going back, like, yes, it's going to be slower compared to the game now, but you also have a lot more knowledge and you know what you you're going to be a more efficient player.
1: Yeah, I, I think you're right. I will see it through different eyes but my memories are poking their head in going dude remember this you're going to hate yeah. that you're going hey, to hate that now
0: yeah i mean it, it, it depends on what you want out of the game yep. um i mean if what if you want out of the game is the world of warcraft with all of the updates and improvements and quality of life changes we currently have classic is not for you no
1: i have that game uh, it's called uh, well it's currently called battle for azeroth and it exists so exactly. you're you're totally right i you know what part of me really does feel strongly and i know they're not going to do this but i feel pretty strongly that if they'd have had this uh, Halo Classic switch that lets me have everything look better, that might be enough for me. Like, I really... One of my biggest problems, I just don't want to look at that nasty-ass old game. I don't want to have a draw distance of 30 feet in front of my character. I want to... I'm with
0: you. The draw distance was longer in the demo. Yeah, that's true. The draw distance was greatly improved. Yeah, it was a little Um, better. But so many old world assets haven't actually been improved. uh, Where I mean, that's why when you're out in Darkshore now, it still has low poly trees yeah those trees are shit um, but shit the but trees. the water the lighting the shadows all of that that's something that could easily be applied to the old graphics and they do go a long way to improving the way the game looks yeah
1: by the way this is a total non sequitur but you remind when, when you were talking about trees and i said they were shit trees it reminded me to ask this question do we know where cadgar is the shit wizard where is he what's he doing um can i find my answer him is, so- i do not care
0: <laughs> <laughs> so happy that Cadgar is nowhere to be
1: seen. Even, okay, I didn't realize that. I didn't so know you'd had done enough. with him. Okay, I—I I mean, I so miss- much
0: shit, wizard in Draenor and <laughs> Legion. I'm done. I'm over. I don't care. Go, be, be, uh, be, BMI in the chat room says Kara. Oh, he's probably. probably go in read your books, Cadgar. Yeah, he's
1: probably in Karazan reading books. All right, that's fine. And I know if you got the pet where it's his floating head in a bubble. I mean, you still have him with you all the time if you want him, but. I'm I'm just curious. I'm not saying I love him either or that I wasn't also tired of shit wizard <laughs> Khadgar, but i just curious. In the chat room has the correct answer. In my
0: mage deck winning me games in Hearthstone. <laughs> is a good card. Is he?
1: Interesting. Yeah, Does he say card. something him dumb and, every time you play and, him? Does he go, hey, I'm yeah. stupid, and then wins the game? I legit,
0: legitimately don't remember because I haven't been playing mage, but him and caligos are the two new mage legendaries,
1: and they are great. Keep hearing um, mage decks are great anyway. Like it's back to made decks, but yo, it's no longer just the tutorial deck. We're back. to It's being awesome again or something. I heard
0: they're, they're doing all right. Uh Rogue is probably the best class in the game at the moment. Yeah. Clo- followed closely by uh maybe warrior. Great. My
1: two least uh, obviously
0: favorite open to opinion, but uh, yeah. that's, that's, that's where I stand. All right.
1: Um 8.2 got data mined a bit. Uh, actually a whole lot. There's a ton of stuff in there. I am not going to spoil those story points. There's too much.
0: We, we got to talk about something, right? Some of it the, we do. Certain, the thrall stuff. Character.
1: Yeah, the thrall stuff we got to talk about. I don't oh, okay. going to lead, lead into it a little slower, but yeah. sure. we yeah, the thrall stuff. <laughs> we will definitely talk about stuff. thrall, and I have since gotten a slight bit of info that it will be fun to share here. But um, yeah, the the all the Ashara stuff, all those character interactions, lots of Bane Bloodhoof business if you want to give yourself a taste of all of it it's out there now it's some of it's pretty crazy a lot of it I don't feel comfortable pooping out here plus it's also it takes work to go find those those uh, morsels you got to go through like those mmo champion freaking green screen the freaking matrix looking ass three pages of nightmare content you got to go dig through that to find it but if you do there's some rad stuff in there let's talk about thrall though And this all let's talk about Thrall and why he looks like a hobo. (laughs) He's very hobo. And we don't mean homeless. We mean hobo like old school hobo. Like he should be on a train sharing his beans with you. Um, (laughs) He's totally that guy. Um, Here's the chat room. I'll put up an image that you can see for yourselves here. There you go. I'll blow that up a little bit. Uh, this was found in that data mine process. It is a new model for thrall gone is his, well, I mean, that stuff's just gear, but he's no longer has his stupid robe thing with it. Well, it's not stupid, whatever. I'm not trying to besmirch his current look, but you know, his beads, his big red beads and his hood and all that. Um, his kind of, I'm going off to commune with the elements stuff. That's gone. Uh, uh, Jedi thrall. Jedi Thrall, thank you very much. Now what we're left with is kind of more traditional Thrall. Green Orc, you know, kind of warrior clothes. It's all very uh frost wolf looking.
0: I mean, traditional if he was going through the
1: craziest bout of roid rage you've ever seen. <laughs> he's pretty big. He's pretty big. But he's got the saddest face. Like Well, that's the that's what
0: these these data mind models, they're Essentially, it it's not a T pose, but it's basically a T pose.
1: Yeah, like it's just a very neutral pose. Sure. Uh, and so, yeah, that's he's got resting sad face. He really does. And I'm worried about it after sitting with Metzen for so long and talking about Agra and the baby and that whole Goel period and the marriage and all that. I'm a little <laughs> nervous <laughs> that, that that we're gonna get some horrible sad news uh or something weird going on with him i don't know but we haven't seen him in so long that it's time probably for a little bit of thrall and here's the other tidbit the thing i wanted to share um i asked metzen i said hey this thing just popped uh this news about the new model and stuff he's oh you see that it was the same day we put out part two and he goes yeah that's going to bury the lead We're no no one's going to hear that part two and i said no no no, they'll plenty of people hear part two but um I said, that makes me think that maybe you might know what's going on. He says, eh, let's just say I've been doing some recording. That's all he would say. So, the good news is, as promised when he retired, uh, he said he'd come back and do, you know, thrall and varying things and whatever was needed because uh, he's the voice of those things. But um, apparently he has, and he probably knows this whole story bit and just can't say Uh I'm going to go with this looks like a
0: farmer thrall, like the end of uh, Red Dead Redemption 1. Yeah, uh, He doesn't have his powers, so he's just out hanging with his family, teaching his son how to build fences and hunt
1: Kodo. Yeah, like you do, like an orc would do with his, with his kid. Yeah, um, this is a
0: cowboy thrall, <laughs> as close as, as, uh, as an orc gets to that.
1: I guess so. I'd just be glad to have him back and kind of push that story around a little bit because it's been a while. I mean, I, I feel like, um, and I think I said this in the interview and with Chris, he's been gone so long, partly because I think people were like, oh, enough thrall, we need something else or, you know, whatever, kind of Cadgar uh, shit wizard sort of feeling about him because he, you know, was always there all the time. And even when he wasn't, he'd swoop back in and solve everybody's problem by, you know, impaling garage on a giant fist. Uh, fisting garage in in the grand <laughs> uh so yeah this, this frost wolfy looking sad kind of faced thrall uh it's fun it's fun to think about what we're gonna get you know i don't know what any any guesses do you think uh, uh just please for the love of god don't make him the same
0: boy scout <laughs> he's always been because we've already got bane blood hoof and freaking anduin just boring up the place yeah. by being all good all the time so yeah. I don't I, I don't know where we're going with Thrall. I would assume we've got some conflict here because this is a Thrall that has, uh, I'm assuming, unless there's some kind of big reveal, has been living out uh, the most recent years with no power, yep. no ability to commune with the elements. Right. They gave, they, they like, turned their back you know on him. Yeah. You know what? I, it just hit me. Just rip off Luke Skywalker from The Last Jedi. If you just copy-paste that onto Thrall i'm i'm there you're good I'm into that what if he yeah, what just, if he
1: squeezes the teat of a nasty uh animal and squirts milk out and drinks it then what it's great <laughs> more please please blue blue teat milk what if it's a tuscar then we got problems. As I'm saying. Oh, then we got
0: problems because how dare you disrespect the, uh, the beautiful Tuscar? In Man,
1: that the way. Tuscar. What is the deal with Tuscar love? I was on with the. Uh,
0: There's d- such a cool design. Evite-
1: Evitel and and I was I can never get their name right. I love Taliesin their channel. And Taliesin and, 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 and Evitel. I was on with Ro. Ro hosted a show. I was on with those guys. It was great. I had a great time. Still got to figure out how to do some instance thing with them. But anyway, um, they couldn't stop talking about tuscar and they want them as a playable race and the blah. and i st- i don't understand it they're freaking walrus people i think they're fine let they're them do their thing cool design. yeah but they're like tortellans they're like any other of these goofy races oh, and,
0: and tortellans are amazing if i could play a tortellan i would be one would you though because they're yeah, just co- sh- listen listen <laughs> i hate them uh it, because of game mechanics like their quests are the worst yeah. i don't care if a turtle makes it to the water <laughs> all the turtles can die at this point i love turtles i'm just sick of those quests but the the design of the Tortolans when I f- first saw it, actually in Hearthstone, which is where Tortolans originally showed up. And then I saw that they were coming to the game in BFA. I was just like, yeah,
1: turtle I, people. I didn't know that. I didn't know they'd started in Hearthstone. How did I not know that?
0: The know. Tortolans first showed up in Journey to Un'Goro in that expansion. That was oh. the first time we ever saw a Tortolan.
1: Oh, interesting. Okay. Another player has used his mana gem. That's what they should say every time something happens. But look, here's what I'm saying. I like the I like the hosen. I don't think you're a hosen fan, though, are you?
0: No, but <laughs> I don't like monkeys. So uh, the race of giant monkeys that still throw poo does not
1: does not endear me. Huh? Not into it, huh? All right. I'm, not look, I'm not here to push my pro monkey agenda on anyone, but I like a good monkey or ape, <laughs> and I know they're different. Apes and monkeys are not the same. but I'd go for either one, and be fine.
0: Uh, they both creep me
1: out, yeah. except for spider monkeys. They're adorable. There you go. Uh, so anyway, Thrall making an appearance some way, somehow, and people in the chat are right. It's very frost wolf. He's got two wolf paws hanging off this thing his, his cloak is very wolfy. Oh yeah. He's definitely a frost
0: wolf. Uh, this was, was old school. I streamed while WoW last Friday and folks were asking me about Thrall and we were, people were wondering, do we think he's been hanging out in alternate timeline Draenor, mm-hmm.
1: which sort of looks like it. Yeah. A little bit. I think he's doing, he's doing arms and upper body while he's there at the gym
0: <laughs> this is a, a crossfit thrall can we coin that
1: hashtag crossfit thrall yeah just lifting lifting giant tundra tusks and i don't know how you work out out there but he's he's kept up with it he hasn't let himself go There's a lot of big rocks you can lift yeah that's true uh very excited they're doing curls with Garrosh's corpse <laughs> exactly i am excited about this though and what they do with him next will be uh, at the very least entertaining so blizzard you know what to do. I guess that's just release it. <laughs> so we know what the hell's going on. All right. Let us uh, let us dive into this. Time for us to take a quick recap around Blizzard and see what's happening in Overwatch. Havana, which is the current setting of their. What was it? Something rising. Crap. I forgot the name of the damn event. Anyway, they're in the everything mid- is rising.
0: Skywalkers, shadows.
1: Everything is rising. All rising. Everything is rising. All the time. Viagra is on everything including overwatch and there and the current map in that scenario that single player or that sort of group scenario is havana and it's a very cool map um and happily they announced it's going to go full assault map after this so uh i don't know if that was because it came off as so popular or if they'd always planned to but it is a wicked cool map and storm rising that's that's it's even worse storm rising what is it it sounds like a mobile game doesn't it check out storm rising Where you're... Uh, It'd
0: be like Heroes Rising or Storm Heroes or something like that. It would always have heroes in the name.
1: Yeah, I hate that. Anyway, uh, it's coming. And it's currently in the event, and so you can go see it. And then later it'll be an actual assault map. Which is my favorite mode in the game. In Hearthstone, what is going on? Is that single-player mode
0: out yet? What am I waiting for? It is not out yet, no. Shit! uh, As I already mentioned, the final HCT finals ever... Uh, starts tomorrow Uh, it is completely stacked I have no idea who's gonna win Uh, it's just banana town yeah Uh, and other than that they've announced the 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 grandmasters players for their new esports format it's kind of scandalous because there's invites it's not just who's the best players are they've also just invited players that I guess they felt like inviting Ooh, weird yeah, uh, so that's... people are like, well, you're calling this the pinnacle of competition, but if people are just getting invited because you felt like inviting them, it's not really the pinnacle of competition.
1: No, that sounds more like they're trying to cultivate certain influencers. I mean, yeah, I, yeah, yeah.
0: We, we, we got pretty deep into it on on this week's Angry Chicken. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, overall, uh, we kind of came back around to, well, if this is how they're starting off and then there's going to be no more invites from here on out and it's just going to be uh, in and out of the top tier depending on your performance then it's probably okay yeah in the long run but it is certainly going to cause some short-term drama uh
1: well all right then hearthstone yeah still a, hearthstone still eSports a are weird man it is weird <laughs> although i you're like a you're like a 16 year old seeing the beatles for the first time talking about all the starcraft 2 stuff i've never uh, seen you so excited it's the greatest
0: esport in the world and i will go to my
1: grave believing that i've never seen you so excited about anything
0: I uh, Well, HGC got canceled. Suddenly, I've, I've got a void in my life of the esports I like to watch. So I was like, oh, I haven't watched Stark after a while. Let me go check out the GSL. And Tasteless and Artosis are still over there being the greatest casters in the history of esports. Yeah. And wow. most of the players are dudes who have been around since Wings of Liberty. They've made a comeback. Or the guys that were really, really young and not doing particularly great in Wings of Liberty are now the best players in the world.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, And so the Season 1 of GSL just wrapped up. And it's one of the most incredible esports tournaments I've ever watched. I've watched every single game of it. it Worth watching incredible. the VODs, you think?
1: Like, go back and Definitely. check them out. Definitely. I mean, okay. if
0: nothing else, like, if, I don't care if you don't know anything about StarCraft,
1: go and watch the finals. All right. I'm in. I am in. Uh, Heroes of the Storm is doing some things. Anduin is coming, as predicted. Uh, there was some. He is! That.
0: We had to record Into the Nexus early this week because Kyle is traveling for, like, baby announcement uh, family trip mm-hmm. this week. Mm-hmm. And, no joke, three minutes after we posted the episode, Anduin was announced.
1: Yeah, that was a big deal um, for people who want that, I suppose. Uh, some have said, Oh, this is great. They're still releasing Heroes. And others have said, Ah, that's already in the pipeline. This is just a... you know once they're done with that we don't get anything new and I don't know there was also that semi-controversial job posting that listed Heroes of the Storm in the classics category yeah uh, which freaked a bunch of people out and myself included I was a little bit irritated but uh hey new character yo I suppose they don't have to do it but there he is Anduin yeah He's Anduin. He is. He's a nice young man. Not exactly
0: man. at the tip top of my uh, favorite character list. <laughs>
1: I mean, but, whatever. He's all, He's got that Brad Pitt face in the cinematic and is reaching to the sky and pulling down some light and let's heal everybody. Oh, man. He right. does have.
0: He has like young. He has like Troy Brad Pitt face. Oh, totally, dude. He may as well be yeah, saying like, what's like in the box. Pretty boy Brad Pitt.
1: What's in the box? He's saying. Uh, finally, Diablo three and StarCraft two fans will want to make sure they listen to at least part three of that Metson series that I just wrapped up because uh, there's some great insider stuff about both, specifically um, Heart of the Swarm, and Diablo three story. Uh, it was great hearing that stuff, and um, I, I, Chris was way more involved in the Diablo three story than I knew. I had no idea. Like, like almost entirely was his bag and he had some interesting things to say about a story that frankly doesn't have a lot of fans. There aren't a lot of people that love Diablo 3 story, and he knows that. And I
0: am one of those people. You're one of those
1: people. And he acknowledges <laughs> that in the in the conversation but gives some really great backing as to why he made the choices he did. And I don't know, it's really interesting. Definitely want to So so check I that haven't
0: out. listened to it yet. Does he also Mentioned Legacy of the Void because that that did not do it for me. No. It he w- didn't talk about full that. It anime and it bummed me out.
1: I have a feeling I should have asked. I don't think he was as involved in that one and was toward the end there. Um, and he was all hands on deck for Overwatch for so long that by the time he left that was kind of like his last thing. So I mm. don't think so. But you never know. Uh, that's it for that. And that is it for that. I already said that twice. Let's do a quick email. And we do that by playing this first. Or do I? Nope, that didn't work. Let's try it again. Here you go.
0: Hear ye, hear ye.
1: Why, it's the town crier. (laughs) Time for the town crier. Your emails come into the show at theinstance at gmail.com. You're also encouraged to leave voicemails if you so like to. 801-471-0462. Happy to play those on the show. Here is an email from Sean who said... Hey Scott, I wanted to let Chris Metzen and yourself know how great these latest interviews were. Uh, I went through an unexpected divorce back in 2009 or two, me, 2009, 2009 and 2010. My wife at the time had found someone else she worked with and fell in love. The things Chris described were 100 percent on point with the anger and sadness I held onto. I felt that emptiness when the kids were gone. In what uh, in that time, I had wow uh, to keep me from going down a darker path with alcohol. Uh, I wasn't a great dad at the time and hated myself for it. Now I am friends with my ex-wife and my kids' stepfather to the point that we have some shared holidays. It's a source of pride for me that we can now operate as this big, crazy, extended family. So I'm glad I was able to get past the anger. Uh, It did nothing but positive. It did nothing positive. Um, Let's see. All that is to say thank you and Chris for being so open and sharing so much. I felt some of what he had gone through. Uh, it's always nice to know you're not alone. Also, he helped give me an escape that has gotten me through the empty times when my kids weren't there. I really hope he gets back into storytelling. He has a gift for it. Looking forward to the next interview you do with him, Sean. Well, Sean, I agree 100% up and down the line. And wouldn't it be cool if he did write something new? And so y'all should get on Twitter and say, you should write something new. I don't know if he ever will. And don't harass him, but I just I think it'd be great if he did.
0: <laughs> Everybody tell him to do something, but don't harass. him. Yeah, don't
1: harass him. Like um, like swamp his Twitter, but don't harass him.
0: <laughs> yeah, Sean. This I mean, this is this is such a beautifully uh, like
1: also heavy email.
0: Yeah, um, also poorly
1: read by me, but everything else about as, it's great. Yeah.
0: Yeah, like th- this is the kind of thing that you know anyone who creates anything I think loves to hear. This is what I love to hear for sure because so often. You know, I hear from folks who are just like, Hey, thanks for you know, hey, I had a crappy week. Thanks for helping me out. I had a crappy year. You know, X show got me through. And that's the kind of thing that just means the world uh to me and, and I know like every everyone I podcast with, it just means so much to them. Oh, because yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's kinda of silly what we do, Scott. I don't know if you know that. It's pretty <laughs> it's, silly. It and is. I and I'm sure Chris Metson at some point was like, I'm writing stories about fake green people that never existed this maybe is kind of dumb um but at the end of the day you know you're providing uh, you're you're providing a lot of comfort and entertainment for people that may not be having the best of time right now yep i agree and when when you reach out and you let people know uh that you love something that they made and that it helped you it means a lot to us
1: oh i mean it's huge like, it's the hugest of things. So uh, not only thank you for that, but also I'm really glad to hear that things are better for you personally. Because at the end of the day, that's the other thing these Chris Metson interviews are good at. They're good at sort of exposing or peeling away the layers of, like, video games, they're cool, and everyone who makes them is cool, and we are all got it together, and nothing's bad, and everything's great. And when you peel back, you're like, oh, no, actually, you're a lot like me, and I'm a lot like you, and everyone's got their struggles and their stuff and their baggage, and you got to deal with it, and... And uh, I don't know, that stuff's, I think, helpful for a lot of people. And so when we hear your feedback like that, it is extremely uh, cool. So keep that coming. We'll never turn it down. All right, that's it. Hey, uh, a reminder, if you are a listener to this show and you're like, man, wouldn't it be cool if there was a monthly roundtable of conversation with hosts from the show that I would get in kind of a bonus way, in addition to the uh, shows that I already get from the instance. And I would say, oh boy, do we have good news for you? Because today off air, not live, Garrett and I are recording just that very thing. And we're giving it to our instance loot stash subscribers. They get it first. In fact, they'll get it right away. They'll get it before I leave to Vegas. And then the rest of y'all, if you haven't signed up yet, will get it in a week. (laughs) So you have to wait a little longer. That's how that works. So if you're like, wait, what's this thing you're even talking about? Go to the instance.net and click on the big icon that's there that talks about our loot program. It's super simple. You go in there and there's a bunch of levels and we run it ourselves. This isn't through some Patreon or something. We do it all ourselves. So it's very, uh, how do I put it? Very homegrown, very uh, sort of attended to by us. Think of it as like food from the garden instead of the grocery store. I guess. I don't know. That's a weird thing to say. But anyway, go check it out. Pick the tier you like. Find out what you get for it. And if you grab the right tier, you might just get this today as well. Uh, once Garrett and I rap. So, and by rap I mean finish the episode, not rhyme and do it to a beat, if you know what I mean. So look forward to that. That's coming up soon today for many of you and for everyone else. About a week. And that's all I wanted to say about that. And anyway, that's the instance.net, and we'd love to have your support. Thanks to everybody who already has. It's been awesome uh we have a twitter account instance show you can also find garrett at garrett art i'm at scott johnson and uh you guys should follow us there garrett anything going on this week that you would like to mention before we leave
0: there are all sorts of things always going on over at Amove.tv. you can go subscribe to the anger chicken and into the nexus if you want to hear about hearthstone and heroes of the storm respectively but what i really want to promote this week is the fact that uh my star wars podcast with uh, one Tom Merritt and one Jenny Josephson is back. We have resurrected it and it's coming at you weekly for the first time in the entire existence of this podcast. It's Whoa. never been weekly before. Wow. So you should go and subscribe to let's talk about star Wars, wherever you like to get your podcast.
1: That's a great idea. We're getting a new movie this year. You got the Mandalorian and the Disney plus channel with all the star Wars in it. It's going to be Wars a is big year. finally
0: getting a finale and
1: I couldn't be more excited. I couldn't either. It looks great. Stoked. It's got some, uh, Some acrobatic ray going on and a little bit of, um, uh, what else you got there? You got a helmet got got put back together. You got
0: furry hands welding back together a helmet. You got, uh... Uh, uh, did you, uh, I don't know other things you got a skiff yeah it uh, looks like Star Wars Mad Max yeah, very it.
1: Mad Max they're all on a desert planet you
0: know how I feel about yep. those pretty stoked Yeah, and, and you've got a laugh I won't tell you what kind of laugh but there's a laugh that makes everyone care about this movie let's and, say it's uh, a
1: ca- kind of a cackling laugh you might say yeah,
0: one might one might call it a cackle
1: yeah it's a bit of a cackle As we cackles really should go.
0: have dude Scott we need a five-minute <laughs> podcast once a week that is just Garrett and Scott describe a trailer <laughs>
1: and do it in a way that's like you can't do it while we watch it you have to watch it let it settle for a couple of days and then recall everything we need
0: like at least two days to forget finer details that's That's a great
1: idea and then someone can animate it and then we'll be the biggest thing on youtube
0: boom (laughs) yes sweet grass has found us out it is a salacious crumb laugh
1: ah well thank goodness no one's
0: ever really gone
1: (laughs) (laughs) i hate that little shit I love it. I love it. They're going to
0: sell freaking puppets at Galaxy's Edge, and I'm going to get one ASAP. No,
1: they're the worst. He's the worst. He's bad. We all know he's bad. All right. He's not as bad as the blue guy with the big fingers playing the piano. I'll give you that. All right. What Uh, what do you have against Max Rebo? So I always forget his name, but I have a lot of things against him. Mostly his puppetry and his floppy nose. I just don't like him. And I don't like the girl who sings either with the lips. What's her name?
0: Uh, shit shit i forget her name <laughs> i don't like her either <laughs> she's a bad puppet
1: bad bad puppet all right anyway the star wars muppet movie catch it on dvd that's it thanks everybody for being here we will be back uh when we'll be back here next week when i get home uh if you're going to see me in vegas make sure you say hi make sure you talk we got cool swag for you it's going to be a blast if i don't see you in vegas we'll see you next time right here on the instance for me for garrett and for all of you we'll see you then
0: good luck and have fun. <laughs>